Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 190. Today, we are going to talk about complaining. Listen, there is a lot of things that are personally going on in my life right now. One of them is I'm trying to look for a job so I can become a Canadian citizen. But I'm not prioritizing that as much as I possibly should be because what I am prioritizing is becoming an online fitness trainer, which is what I ultimately want to do. That's my goal. That's how I want to make a living, at least right now, for the near future. One of the things my parents told me to focus on is see how long, check how long it would for me to become a dietitian because I definitely care a lot about nutrition. And if I can get certified, that would be a huge thing for me. However, I have not taken part in it. I've not taken the time, I've not blocked out time to make that happen, to check exactly what I need to check. Because frankly, my priorities have been different. And that is okay. What is not okay would be if I were to complain and say, oh, I don't have time, because that's not true. I have time for whatever I make time for. I don't say I don't have time to check whether or not I should become a dietitian and the requirements it takes. I don't, I'm not saying, like I'll never say, or at least I try not to say, I don't have time to complete this task, to check this out, to do that. I don't say I don't have time. I say, which, which is more accurate, instead I say, I have not prioritized that, or I have other things that are more important for me, or I don't have time for that right now. Even that statement is sort of misleading. You want to be as honest to yourself as possible, lying to other people, that's whatever, but don't lie to yourself. Say, I am not, I have not been prioritizing that as much as maybe I should have, or it is not something that I care too much about and I am willing to suffer the consequence. Basically, what I'm saying is don't complain. That will cause no good. It's only harmful to you and to the people around you. This is one of the many reasons why I absolutely love chess because it embodies cause and effect. If you make a good move, you'll be rewarded at the end possibly by winning. If you messed up, maybe the last move, maybe 30 moves ago, if you messed up somewhere along the line, you are more likely to lose. If you win, it's cause you outplayed the player in front of you. If you lost, somewhere along the lines, you messed up. That's the reality, cause and effect. And <laughs> the thing about chess, you can't complain and say, oh, it's about luck. The only thing you can complain about is you're not being competent enough. That is the only thing you actually should complain about. You're not being competent enough. You're not being able to handle the stress that you're in. Because there's no reason to complain about things that you can't control. Complain about things that you can't control. And you can't control your actions. You can't control how much effort you put. You can't control where the habits that you implement, which will ultimately lead to where you will end up. There's so many things outside of control, and that's what most people complain, which does not happen at all. 
focus on the things that you have absolutely or at least majority of the control of because complaining about things that are outside of your hands will only leave you depressed, sad, anxious, and feeling even worse about yourself. It will make you feel hopeless and there's very few feelings that are worse than feeling like there's no hope and there's no way for you to succeed. The concept of complaining only about your actions and not complaining about things you can't control is extremely important when it comes to your body. Don't complain that you are not as tall as you want to be or you, oh no, don't have the color eyes that you want to. Those are not things you can realistically change, right? But how, like your fat percentage, that's something you have pretty direct control over, how healthy you are overall. Obviously, there's some diseases, bad things happen to people out of your control, genetics plays a role, blah, blah, blah. There is, however, something you can do. And as long as there's something you can do, that means you can always do that thing better. Because no matter who you are, including me, there is no reality in which I always maximize my potential every single day. I try to, that's what I strive to be, but I'm aware that there's always more. Now, with regards to whatever goals you're trying to achieve, sometimes you may need to compromise your goals because the necessary effort that is needed for you to achieve your goals might not be worth it. So, for example, if you want to reach 10% body fat, just throwing that number out there, but to get there, you will have to sacrifice more than you're willing to sacrifice. For example, you're willing to sacrifice junk food on weekdays, but you're not willing to sacrifice junk food on weekends. And eating junk food every weekend is extremely important to you. And you're not willing to give that up. That's cool. I'm not going to tell you how to live life, what you should and shouldn't do. But just be aware that you're compromising your goal. And if you, again, I'm just throwing out numbers for the sake of the example. But if you say, I know if I cut out junk food completely, I will eventually achieve my 10% goal. But I would much rather eat junk food every weekend but still do a bunch of other things, right? So I can maintain a uh, 15% body fat and that's what I want to achieve. That's the compromise I'm willing to make. I'm not willing to compromise not eating junk food at all. For example, now you can definitely eat junk food and still get 10% body fat. Um, this is just an example. Also, there's a distinct, different, distinct difference between health and your physique, you can have 10% body fat and be completely unhealthy, or you, and you can be 15% body fat and be extremely healthy, even healthier than the person that has 10% body fat. I'm storing numbers for the sake of the example. Whatever goal you want to achieve, maybe if you look at the goal and you look what it takes, you might say, actually, I don't want to make that sacrifice, and achieving that specific goal is not that important to me. I really don't mind achieving a lesser version of, of that goal if that allows me to compromise or be more comfortable or not push myself as 
uh, hard as the first goal. Just be aware that you are allowed to compromise. You don't have to go all out, right? But acknowledge the fact that you're making a compromise. Don't be the person that, again, just for the sake of the example, don't be the person that eats junk food on the weekends, but then complains that they can't get to 10% body fat. Say, oh, it's my genetics. And yes, your genetics might play a role. It might be worse than other people, sure. But unless you've done everything within your power, and chances are you haven't done everything within your power, then there's no reason to complain. So bottom line, there is never reason to complain, especially because it won't get you anywhere. Basically, the main theme of this particular episode, what I want to get ingrained in your head is, don't be surprised. Really think about cause and effect. Yes, external factors exist. I'm not denying that. I just want you to realize that if you perform a certain amount of actions, then there'll be a result. If you perform a different set of actions, there'll be a different result. That is the only thing I want to get across. Also, even though I call this podcast Health Hacks, and there are definitely certain hacks, there are definitely certain things you can do. Just because it's a hack does not necessarily make it easy. Like taking vitamin D, for example, is a hack. It is something that not enough people do and will definitely improve your life dramatically. Going to the gym or even moving around every 30 seconds, that's a hack. It's, it might not be something that's easy to do, but it will make an enormous difference within your life. And the most important thing about these hacks is that you can't just do it once. It has to be habits. It has to be, yes, they're hacks, but they're also habits. Like, it's a hack that you have to do on a regular basis for it to actually make an impact. Taking cold shower, for example, a great hack to give you more energy, to make you happier, to burn off calories. But taking cold shower once a month won't do a lot. I personally take alternating shower, by the way, so I go from hot to cold and hot to cold. But yeah, even if you want to do purely cold shower, hey, go for it. That's pretty brave. I did that four years straight, but now I went back. That's a different tangent. I don't know why I like to drift off. Anywho, these are all hacks, right? But you can just do the hacks once in a while. They have to become habits for them to actually be able to implement a change. I mention that I do this pretty often and I feel like you should do this too. And that is have a talk with yourself and give yourself a reality check. Say, hey, I'm not where I want to be, which is cool. That's fine. You should always try for more and also say, okay, I'm not complaining. And by not complaining, I mean, I'm not going to blame anybody else. I'm only going to blame myself. I'm going to take a look at my actions and think, what can I improve on? What can I, what can I improve upon? What can I do so I can be better than yesterday, even just a tiny fraction bit better than I, I was yesterday. So if I'm able to do that, if I'm able to have a succession of successful days, that becomes a successful week. A succession of successful weeks becomes a successful month continuous successful months becomes a, uh, becomes a successful year. 
successful years become successful decades. Successful, I don't know why I'm shouting so much. Successful decades become a successful life. That is the goal. And it all starts with really small, tiny habits that you do every single day. The last thing I want to mention is that, listen, it's all you. Yes, there's people that care about you, but nobody is going to put forth the necessary amount of effort for you to be where you want to be and more importantly, be who you want to be. There's certain things in life that other people can't give you. Yes, people can transfer money into your bank account, but they can't give you real friends. It's something that you have to build up. Yes, people can hire cooks and personal trainers for you, but you have to eat the food. You have to do the work. People can surround you in an amazing environment, but if you don't make the conscious decision to be happy or even better said, if you're in the mental headspace of always finding a problem, of always finding what's wrong, always, of always problem-looking and not being grateful and appreciative and not striving to improve yourself so you, begin, so you can become a better person and help other people, then you're always going to be miserable. Other people can only do so much and blaming external circumstances will only get you so far. And in reality, it won't get you far at all. Take control of your own life. Don't complain. You can complain internally, but especially don't complain externally. And by complaining internally, again, I don't mean criticizing external circumstances that you have absolutely no control over. I mean, internally say, okay, Daniel, you messed up today. You were not as productive as you should be. What are you going to do about it? What actions are you going to take? Really try to get out of the victim mindset, out of the hopeless mindset, even though it might be true. Find the very, very few things that you can control, the few things that you can do something about it. There's a bunch of things you can do something about it, but we're not going to focus on those. We're going to focus on the things that you can control because that is what will ultimately change your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace.